0: what's going on ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the first team all pro podcast this is episode 47 with your host lt nasty we're going to be talking about a variety of topics uh we'll be talking about the nhl offseason more specifically free agency uh you know the moves that are being made trades contract extensions we'll be talking about that uh, over the last couple of days because there's been a lot of trades so far uh and a lot of contract extensions there were a few trades that were very mind-boggling or puzzling, I should say. So I'll get into those in a little bit. I'll also be talking about the contract extensions being handed out. Uh, and I'll also be talking about uh, the MLB All-Star Game. I'll be talking about who was uh, you know, selected to represent their team in the All-Star Game. So I'll be talking about the, you know, who made it for the American League or, well, who will represent the American League and who will represent the National League uh, in the All-Star game in Los Angeles. So we'll get right into that in a little bit, but let's start with the contracts uh, in the NHL. We'll start We'll start with the contracts, and then uh, I'm going to try to go rapid-fire a little bit with some of these contracts. I'm not going to go too in-depth. De- in uh, however, some of the contracts, and I mean – One of them, for me me personally, when I saw it, I think it's a little bit egregious, but uh, we'll get right into that contract in a little bit. And then we'll get into the trades uh, as well. So let's hop right into it. So let's start with the contracts. Well, first off, let's start with the most recent contracts. Uh, Philip Forsberg just signed an eight-year extension with Nashville. Uh, Well-deserved, considering he's been one of their best players Uh, you know, since he was, uh, since his NHL career began, uh, for the Predators, he's been one of the franchise faces for a while. So well-deserved and, uh, on to the next contract, Adrian Kempe signs a four-year extension with the Kings. Uh, what else? Uh, Billy Huso. Uh, who was recently recently acquired in a uh, trade with St. Louis uh, or who was recently acquired by Detroit uh, from St. Louis uh, signed a three year extension. I- I'm gonna be honest with you, St. Louis, man. what are you doing? Uh, like this like this is one of the trades that like I- I'm talking about here because St. Louis, like you, uh, I, St. Louis messed that up. They literally have no depth at goalie now. Like I know they have Jordan Bennington and Bennington's, you know, had a bounce back year after the last, you know, few years, you know, after the last couple years since, you know, after struggling in 2020 and 2021, uh, again, you just traded your backup goalie to Detroit for basically next to nothing. You're getting a third round pick. Uh, I mean, what what it tells me is Steve Eiserman's building something over there. Steve Eiserman's building something over there in Detroit. And uh it's going to be interesting it's going to be really interesting to see what other moves Eiserman has uh in store uh as the offseason rolls on. But I'm going to be honest, the clear cut winner in that one is it, for right now is Detroit but we said this the last time when they traded for a goalie and that was alex nil Nadel- from the uh hurricanes and nidelkovic has not been uh living up to the expectations in detroit so i don't know uh I don't know. We'll see what happens right now. The winner of that trade is Detroit. Uh, But uh, yeah, so I I know I've been bouncing around from contract extensions to trades, but that was one of the uh, uh, contracts. I mean, he signed the contract immediately after he was traded. Uh, What else? Uh, Tony D'Angelo, who was acquired uh, by Philadelphia after Carolina shipped them off. Uh signs a two-year deal two-year extension in philly uh i'm gonna be honest with you i don't know how that's gonna work out in philly considering the bench boss over there is uh john tortorella i i just anyone that's seen tony d'angelo play more specifically like ranger fans and all the like because i am a ranger fan so i had to see him like he's good for what it's worth like on defense but his added, his temper, that's going to be the biggest thing. It's, it, it's going to be the temper. And I, d- I just don't think the way to- Tortorella coaches and the way he tries to fire his guys up with those ye- like yelling consistently, you know, those occur- basically aggressive speeches, you know, and all that. I just don't think that's going to work with Tony D'Angelo and I'm gonna be honest, I feel like there's gonna be locker locker room turmoil in Philadelphia. I'm not a hundred percent that it's gonna be I'm not saying it's gonna be between D'Angelo and Tortorella right away, but I, I just feel like that's gonna that's gonna just be inevitable at this point. Uh and, and with Philly's situation, uh It's just not, I I just, with Philly's situation, the fact that they've been at the basically at the bottom uh, of the Metro, well, yeah, basically at the bottom. For the last couple of years, you know, they lost franchise faces, you know, Claude Giroux, you know, going to uh, the Panthers, getting traded to the Panthers. Uh, Philly's in a dark, dark, dark hole right now in terms of uh, for hockey and uh again john tortorella and tony d'angelo i just don't think that's gonna work out i i mean we'll see again wait wait and see approach but i just i think something's gonna erupt in philadelphia i think something's gonna erupt inside the uh flyers flyers locker room at some point next season but Anyway, uh let's uh let's keep it going. The Devils uh well actually before we keep going on into any more uh trades for a minute. Uh let's go to more contract extensions. Uh Adam Boquist, like I said signed a 3-year extension with the Blue Jackets. Again, this was uh this was because of the poor trading by Chicago. I mean, remember they the Blackhawks dangled Boquist for Seth Jones, and like I said, like uh, it just hasn't panned out. It just has not panned out. And here's the thing: Seth, when Seth Jones was traded to Chicago, he was coming off a down year in Columbus, and. And it, it seems like he hasn't gotten out of that slump since getting traded to uh, Chicago. And uh, meanwhile, Adam Boqvist is thriving uh, with the Blue Jackets. So, like I said, the Blue Jackets won that trade and uh, they signed him for three years uh, uh, at two point six million dollars. Uh, three years for two point six million dollars—that's a steal for Columbus. Not only did they won they that won that trade. They literally—you—you you cannot possibly get a better contract extension right now. Uh, but then again, there are a few other ones uh, that I've seen that that aren't that are pretty decent. Uh, like I like I like I said, the Philip Forsberg one for what it was, for what it's worth, it's going to be worth it. So. Anyway, more contract extensions. Uh, Andrew Cagliano, uh, who helped uh, Colorado, who was part of that Colorado, uh, he was, yeah, who was part of the uh, Stanley Cup winning Colorado Avalanche uh, team this year. Uh, he signed a one year extension for $1.25 million. Uh, the Penguins extending Casey DeSmith. For two years at 1.8 million. I'm going to be honest with you. Penguins have no goalie death, depth. Like, they have Tristan Jari. Yeah, I mean, but they really have, and then Louis Domingue, like Casey DeSmith and Louis Domingue. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. That's not going to cut it for Pittsburgh. Like, I, and I'm sorry, Penguins fans, if there are any Penguins fans that are listening to this episode right now. Uh, your window is slamming shut, and not—I wouldn't say this year, but I just—just just, no way. There's just no way I see like Pittsburgh going on another deep playoff run. I—I I think goaltending is going to be an issue. I mean it's been an issue for like the last three years. Uh, so last couple of years, I mean, I just don't. And especially with how top-heavy the entire Eastern Conference is, uh, i just, like, because if it came to a point where Pittsburgh got into the playoffs and was facing a team like Tampa Bay, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh's getting swept. Like, there's just no way. Anyway, enough of that. Uh... What else? Oh. What what else? Uh what other trades have there been? Well, contract extensions. Oh, speaking of Tampa, uh, they recently they extended Nick Paul seven years at 3.15 million dollars. Anyone who saw the lightning in the playoffs and you paid attention to Nick Paul, uh he was a warrior for that lightning team this year. I mean, he, he got it done. I mean, look what he did, like not even in just the last couple, not even just in the first round, like he scored the two goals in game seven against Toronto uh, to send uh, Tampa into the second round. He like he's been a critical player for that lightning team this year, Uh, especially in the playoffs. I mean, you like even though he's been battling like injuries in the playoffs, and he still comes back and just gives it his all. I mean, he's an absolute warrior. I think that's a great signing. I think that's one of the other con, one of the few contracts I think really, I think really is going to work out in Tampa's in. Uh, is is really going to work out in the end? And I really think it's just a great deal for Tampa, considering what he did in the playoffs. So, uh, but yeah, like I said. That that's like the Nick Paul deal is like the uh, Adam Boquist and the uh, and the uh, Philip Forsberg deal. I think it's gonna all all three of those deals. I think those are the deals that are most likely to work out in the end. Uh, what else? What other contracts? Oh yeah, Kevin Fiala, who uh, was traded from Minnesota to LA. Uh, signed a seven-year extension, and again, like I like again, this is another one that's going to work out, uh, because considering how young the LA Kings are, with the amount of young talent they got coming up through the system, uh, I think it's on. I think it's honestly a great deal. Uh, you know, obviously they got their, you know, their veterans still there. You know, their uh, the veterans from the 2012 and 2014 Cup winning teams. But at this point, most of it is youth. Uh and so honestly, the K King, the Kings have a really bright future despite, you know, losing the playoffs early this year. I think they're uh they're another team that has a real bright future ahead of them. say, and you know, considering uh, you know, like I said, going back to who they got coming up and who through the system and who they have now, like Quentin Byfield. Uh like that that's just one of the many talented young players they got so overall great deal uh for the Kings for uh for uh, signing Kevin Fiala what else uh what other uh also uh Tampa Bay uh I, I forgot. They also, they, uh, speaking of Tam- going back to Tampa Bay for a minute, they traded Ryan McDonough to Nashville. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think the reason they did that is because they were trying to free up the cap space to re-sign Andre Polat because Andre Polat who's been a pl- another playoff warrior for the Tampa Bay lightning, uh, is also a free agent. So, uh, and I think, Ryan McDonough has been you know, which for what it's worth over the course of his time in Tampa it's been worth it yeah you know, like helped contribute you know he helped bolster the blue line uh especially during those uh especially during the back-to-back cup winning teams like and, and all in and all honestly like you know it worked it it worked out like like it, it worked out in the end but uh I can see why, uh, it, like bringing Ryan McDonough in, like when Tampa first brought him in, uh, you know, and it, ended, it ended up working out, it ended up working out in the end. They got two cups out of it and he helped bolster the blue line. Uh, but I, I think at this point in his career, uh, you know, defenseman, you know, as they get older uh ability, certain abilities start to decline and uh and I know this was and I know this isn't the case yet but I think it was also like besides trying to re-sign Pilat, I think that's another thing Tampa was worried about uh, you know the declining ability cuz in, in the NHL with defensemen uh, it's historically been proven that you know defensemen as they get older their skills usually do not get better they decline rapidly so i think that's just another reason uh they moved him to nashville but in all honestly i don't think tampa's too worried about it considering they got uh he was a big piece to their back to back cup winning teams so i don't think they're too worried about that uh what else uh Oh, and Brock Besser signed a 3 year de- extension with a uh, uh Vancouver uh oh, worth 20 million dollars uh worth 6. Point, uh yeah it's uh 6.65 million dollars a year he'll be getting paid but it's a, a tw- basically a 20 million dollar deal uh, So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, uh, what happens. But, uh, now we get into the, uh, few contract extensions I'm, I, I really not a fan of. Well, and it's not even for the money. It's not even, like you got to understand with what I'm about to mention. It's not with these deals on why I don't like these deals. It's not about the money. It's about the turn. Well, one of them, well, actually, it's mostly, I'm mostly cringing at one of them because of the, uh, it's mostly the one deal I'm about to mention. And that's Chris Letang's extension, uh, six years, six $6.1 Point one million he's he'll be making six point one million dollars a year, which by that calculations it's he'll he'll have earned thirty-six point six million dollars by the time that uh contract ends. And that's not the I don't like I said, I don't have the problem with the money there, the term length. Not only that, considering the fact that Crystal Tang is a 35, that's not gonna work out well for pittsburgh i just there's just no way just no way they're gonna I, personally i think this is probably the worst deal of them all i mean because like i said with defensemen their abilities usually start to decline well when like once it start, once their abilities start to decline like skating or you know whatever skating forecheck, backcheck, uh, you know, the ability to lay the body, whatever it may be, uh, once it declines, it declined, like their ability declines rapidly. And that's why I think, I think he might work out for the first year or two. I think he'll have, I think he has one or two seasons left in him. But after that, I think this is Gonna end up being one of the worst contracts, one of the worst contract extensions, I should say, because I'm gonna be honest. Latang is at the end of his career. I mean, and he he's been a warrior for the Penguins. Uh, anyone, and you don't even need to be a Penguins fan to understand that he's been a warrior. Helped uh, win multiple cups there in Pittsburgh with Malkin Mul- and Crosby, but I just, I just don't. I I honestly don't see him uh, playing, uh, that the entirety of that, uh, contract. I honestly, I honestly, I say in three years, the Penguins end up buying him out three or four years. No, not even four years. I'm going to say it. I three years. I think the Penguins buy out Letang's contract. And then, uh, the next deal, uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Uh, signed the two-year extension uh, with Minnesota. I'm going to be honest, and, and this isn't known. This isn't a knock on Mark Andre Flory. He he's been one of the best goalies uh, in the 2000s and, and beyond. Uh, since you know one of the best goalies since he came into the league. Uh, but the dudes, like I like I said, the like I said with Letang, Flurry. You know, Flurry is at the end of his career. He's basically at the end of his career. I mean, I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, I don't see it working out. I mean, I could be wrong. He could, you know, show flashes of the prime Flurry, but I'm gonna be honest. That's long gone now, and I, I think it's. I think you're gonna see it come into play next season. I, I don't. You're not getting prime Flurry. I just. Just don't think it's gonna work out. I think, I think the Flurry deal and the Latang deal, probably the two D, two contracts. Well, not not even the contracts. Not, well, not even the Flurry contract. I I actually, yeah. I just don't think they're gonna. I just don't think either of these contracts are gonna work out for Minnesota. You you got Flurry for relatively cheap, so I don't think it's gonna hurt you too much, but. You don't, you just don't, you don't have goaltending depth after that. So if Flurry falls apart, like who are you going to turn to? But yeah, the Flurry deal and the uh, Letang deal, I think they're going to end up the, the two contracts that end up backfiring the most. But then again, I've been wrong before, so who knows? Uh, what else? What? Uh, Uh, I, I I honestly think I honestly think that was it I already covered most of them I covered Chicago's uh I covered the Blackhawks getting fleeced in yet another trade uh like I said uh but I, honestly, I think that's it for the NHL trades. I mean, I, I could, and I, I basically covered the contract extensions. Oh uh, well, I, I left one trade out. The Devils got Vitek Vanacek from the Capitals. Uh, anyone who watched the Devils last year, or just saw whenever their fi- or just watched whenever their favorite team played the Devils, you know, one of the biggest issues for the Devils was goaltending. Uh, I think that I think honestly, that's a smart move to get Vitek Vanacek, uh, because, uh, I think he could be a reliable goaltender there, but, uh, the capital, the capitals on the other hand, uh, going to be honest, big mistake, not moving Samsonov. I, if I was the cat, if I was the capitals, I would have kept Vanacek. Uh, because, uh, again, I'm sure caps fans can tell you Samsonov was, uh, not that great this season. And like I was at a I was at a Ranger game, because uh, you know, I am a Ranger fan. I saw the Rangers play the Capitals at MSG. And it was Samsonov in that, uh and he was getting pepper he was getting peppered and the Rangers eventually blew the door wide open uh on that game. So they just completely peppered him. Like once it became one nothing, then it was two nothing, then it was three nothing, then it was four nothing, uh, uh, I, and then it was uh ended up being uh ended up being four one, uh yeah, and that was back in that game was back in February, but uh anyway, yeah. So the Devils get Vitek Vanacek, Uh but yeah. That, and, and oh I, I might as well cover this. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh I think I'm gonna cover the I'm gonna cover this last uh trade and then I'm gonna have to cut this episode off because uh, I think the MLB All-Star uh portion of this episode uh is gonna have to wait for a uh Another episode. So, in seven, seven days from now, when I release another, when I release episode forty eight, it'll be a day before the All Star game, I believe. I actually no, it will be quite. Yeah, no, yeah, it will be a day before the uh, All MLB All Star game. So I'll just cover that for the next episode. But anyway, uh, Alexander Georgiev traded to Colorado. And as a Ranger fan, I knew that was coming. I knew it was inevitable. I mean, he he was looking to be a starting goalie for a while, but he was back up, you know, when he came to New York, he was the backup to King Henrik, and he was not taking Henrik Lundqvist's spot, top spot as the uh, number one goalie on the Rangers. Just wasn't happening. And that it just wasn't happening. And then... Igor Shosturkin's emergence last season. Uh, Also, like Georgiev wasn't competing with that. Like he was not beating out Shosturkin for the top spot. And at this point, like the, the way with the way Igor Shosturkin played the season in his first full season with the Rangers, that basically sealed the deal on uh, Alexander Georgiev's uh, time in uh, New York. Like, the way Igor Shosturkin played, like, and it wasn't even just the way he played. Like, I, I think as well, like, because he, Igor Shosturkin had an historic season and it's refreshing to see as a Ranger fan. Uh, but once he won the Vezina, that basically sealed the deal. Like, like, actually, not even just winning the Vezina, just the way he played over that period of time in general. like over that entire season. And I know I sound like I'm repeating myself, but ju- just got to hammer the point across. Uh, but yeah, he wasn't taking the top spot. Uh, and uh, with that being said, uh, best of luck to Georgiev uh, in Colorado. Uh, he looks like he's going to get a the starting spot. Uh, considering that Darcy Kemper is looking to test the market, And, uh, with that being said, that's it for this episode. So uh, I will see you all in episode 48. Uh, and that'll be the MLB all-star episode. So peace.